0: A kids' podcast. You can go slow. A kids' podcast about.
1: Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks.
0: Welcome to camp adventure camp is in your living room camp is in your car on the way to the store camp is under your blanket fort camp is everywhere and camp adventure is for everyone no matter where in the world you are and camp counselors Ben and Hannah are ready to welcome you it's week number six at camp and this week we're exploring listening and learning I'm camp counselor Ari and I'm so glad to be here at camp with you every week It's a beautiful day at Camp Adventure. Let's say hello to our spectacular, Counselor Ben, to kick things off.
2: Ari, thank you. And yes, I am Camp Counselor Ben, and this is our sixth week of summer camp. Can you believe it? The sun is shining on Camp Adventure, I think. I hear the birds chirping, the campfires this week. Mmm, I smell the smoke in the air because we're going to be talking about roasting marshmallows. Now, I wonder if you've ever roasted a marshmallow before. If you have, you know that they can catch on fire sometimes, don't you? And when that happens, you know there's a few important instructions to follow. But tell me this. What if you have very good instructions, but you don't listen to those instructions? Has that ever happened to you? (laughs) Well, put your hands up if you've ever roasted a marshmallow, okay? Okay, I see a few hands going up. Now put your hands up if you've never roasted a marshmallow before. Okay, I see a few more hands going up. We're kind of in different places, and that's totally cool. Everybody has to start somewhere. Well, my friends, this story is going to be about listening and about roasting marshmallows and about fire. Oh, my goodness. Those are good things to mix up, aren't they? (laughs) Well, before we get to those, and I'm going to tell you the story of the flaming marshmallow uh, and the story time. But before we get there, you know that there's a few other things that we have to do first. In fact, I think you might already know what time it is. Who knows what time it is? Uh-huh. Raise your hand up again if you know what time it is. Or maybe raise your voice because, yeah, yeah, you guessed it. It's time to meet with our one and only camp music leader, Hannah. Hannah. Now, I have to admit, I have been on many camping adventures with Hannah, and we've taken kids to the Rogue River on rafting adventures, and she once made a song that only had two words, and it went, camping again, 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 and all the kids sang it, and we did bear growls and eagle screams and all kinds of, it was very fun. So I've been camping with Hannah, and I know she makes great music, but I have to say, this camp adventure song that she created is even better. I think you already know that, because we get to sing it with her every week, and she changes it up. I love it. So please welcome with me the great and Knowledgeable, the one and the only, the Oregonian who prefers pedaling a bicycle much, much more than riding in a car, and a woman who never talks in her sleep, but often sings in her sleep. My good friend, Hannah Glaver.
3: Wow, Counselor Ben, I can't believe you remember that song. You must be an excellent listener. And you're right, I do like to ride my bike. You know, one of my favorite things to do when I'm riding around on hot days in the summer is to ride my bike through the sprinklers. One thing I'd always do when I ride my bike around town is sing songs in my head, or sometimes out loud, especially if I was trying to remember something. When I put things to music, it helps me to remember things better. I can remember all kinds of things when I put it to music, like the alphabet backwards. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T. No one else? Oh, just me? It's fine. Anyways, in order to learn, we have to be good listeners, and we're going to practice that right now. I'm going to invite you all to listen to some instructions and move your bodies a little bit as you're able, so maybe make a little bit of space around you so we don't knock over any tubas or tip over any cows or anything like that, and we're going to get our bodies in place, and then we're going to try to sing the camp song together. You ready to follow some instructions? All right. Now, I want you to raise your left hand. Very nice. Okay, now you're right. Right yes perfect now let's wiggle your fingers to make sure they're all there hopefully yes great okay now with both hands in place we're going to now pretend like you are holding on to the handlebars of a bicycle you got it and now if you're able I want to challenge you to put both of your feet up in the air and pretend like you are pedaling oh yeah great core workout. And now we're going to try writing while you are singing too. So keep those hands in the air and keep pedaling because it's time to sing our camp song. If you know it, sing along. And if you're just joining us this week, sing it when you know it. Adventure. imagine that you're riding your bike past a very calm pond, surrounded by daffodils and there's ducks swimming around, and we're biking at a nice, mellow pace, and keep biking. Adventure, we venture get. Okay, now we go to the Tour de France And we're barreling downhill past some of the fastest bikers in the world Green and red and blue and purple jerseys and helmets And the coolest bikes you've ever seen And to make us go faster, we need to sing this camp song as fast as we can Are you ready? Adventure, we venture Together with courage we learn and grow strong we learn Oh, man, that wiped me out. Now, I know Camp Counselor Ben has been singing her camp song all week long, but I want to hear from you. So don't forget to send in your videos so we can share them with the other campers. And now, friends, it's finally time to hear from you, the campers. Are you ready? It's time for... (coughs) Drumroll, please. Yes, yes, yes. It's time for mailbag hello
4: hello campers i'm camp counselor denise and i'm here with the mailbag where we keep all the mail we receive from our lovely campers can you believe we are halfway through our time at camp adventure and i know you've met so many camp counselors at this point so i thought maybe it would be fun to see how many of us you can remember how does that sound all right then let's get started Who is the person who welcomes you to camp each day, makes sure you're in a comfortable storytime spot, and is the last voice you hear at the end of camp? Welcome to camp adventure. That's camp counselor Ari. Did you remember? Nice. Okay, how about this one? Who is the person who brings her guitar each week, the one who loves riding her bike and goes barefoot whenever she can, When I put things to music, it helps me to remember things better. Camp counselor Hannah is exactly right. Well done. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Who is the person who loves a good peach pie? The person who once built a raft with a friend to paddle to a secret island? And the one who built a whole castle out of chocolate, with the help of some friends, of course.
2: Dun, 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 dun.
4: Ah, that's too easy. Camp Counselor Ben, of course. If you've listened since the very beginning, that means you've met Camp Counselors Matthew, Emma, Jennifer, Kenya, Nikita, Duke, Amy, and me, of course, Denise. There's so many of us counselors here, but there's a whole lot more of you, and we'd love to get to know you too. So send us a message by writing to listen at a listenatakidspodcastabout.com with the help of your grown-up, or on social media using hashtag summer, Maybe something you share will even end up in our mailbag next week. That's listen at akidspodcastabout.com or on social media using hashtag summer. That's it for now. Have a great day at camp, everyone. Hi,
5: campers. I'm camp counselor Amy, and I'm back with another bird song call for you to learn, practice, and try to spot in the wild. If you joined us last week, you may remember that I teach general music at an elementary school. I am always, always singing. Just Ask Camp Counselor Matthew, and so you can imagine how excited I get when I'm outside and I hear our native birds singing too. Often, I hear birds before I see them, and today I want to share a bird song call I always love to hear. It belongs to the black-capped chickadee, a bird I enjoy hearing all year long no matter the season. Black-capped chickadees are found across the northern United States and southern Canada. In the summer, they eat caterpillars and other insects, including cicadas. They also eat some types of spiders and snails. And if you're near a berry bush, you'll almost definitely catch a chickadee feeding. When the black-capped chickadee calls, it sounds like it's saying its name. Their song call sounds like chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee, chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee. Here, let's listen together. (laughs) Try it with me. Chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee, chickadee-dee-dee-dee-dee. Excellent, you've got it. If you were a bird, I wonder how you might sing your name. Try it out. I'll be back in a few weeks with more birdsong calls. Bye-bye.
1: Hi, campers. It's camp counselor Matthew, games director at Camp Adventure, and today I have a game that you can play literally anywhere. On a hike, at the playground, under a tree, in the bathtub, while enjoying a snack, or when you're trying to pass a few minutes. You just need at least one other person to play with you. Today's game is called Camping Trip. Totally appropriate, right? This is a game about words. It's also a game about looking for patterns and relationships. Here, let me give you an example. What do these three objects have in common? A grapefruit, an orange, an apple. They're all fruit, yep. Now, can you think of any other items that would fit into that set? A grapefruit, an orange, an apple. How about a watermelon? Or blueberries? You got it. Now you know the basics of the game. Of course, I love a challenge, so let's try a set that's a little more challenging. What do these three objects have in common? Socks, a sandwich, and a snake. Did you figure it out? Sock, sandwich, and snake all begin with the letter S. So if you want to add to the list, you'd have to name an item that begins with the letter S, any item at all. Alright, let's get to the game. Whoever is leading the game begins by saying, I'm going on a camping trip, and I'm going to bring... And then they name three items that go together. I'm going on a camping trip, and I'm going to bring a stick, a bar of chocolate, and some mud. You can come on my camping trip too, but you need to bring something that fits with the items I've already shared. Now... Listeners, you know the things I'm naming aren't really realistic, right? Maybe I'd bring a stick and maybe I'd bring a chocolate bar, but I'm really going to bring mud? No, of course not. This is pretend. It can be anything in the world that you can think of as long as it fits the category. The person or people you're playing with take turns asking, can I bring... And if their items match your pattern, they get to join your camping trip. If the item doesn't match, they need to wait and take another turn. I'm going on a camping trip, and I'm going to bring a stick, a bar of chocolate, and some mud. Want to come? What are you going to bring? You could bring some chocolate milk. You could bring a brown bear. You could bring coffee beans. You could bring a bucket of brown paint. Have you guessed the pattern? Of course you did, you smarty pants. I love it. Have fun playing this game with friends and let me know if you're able to stump them or if you get stumped yourself. Until next time. Bye.
0: All right, campers, after this break, we're going to hear a story from Camp Counselor Ben, and I promise you won't want to miss it.
1: for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids.
0: Okay, we're back and it's story time. Are you excited? Me too. So let's get ready for this week's story. Do some good stretches... And then get cozy. All right. In just a second, let's hit pause to get in this week's perfect listening spot. Three, two, one, go. Where do you pick? This week, I'm listening at my table with a bowl full of my favorite summer snack, fresh strawberries. Wherever you go, get comfy. Are you ready, Counselor Ben?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ari. I am ready. And I think these most excellent adventure campers are ready as well. Aren't you? You are. All right. Well, that's good because this week's story is called The Marshmallow Fireball. And yes, it's about marshmallows. And yes, it has to do with some fire. But it also has to do with something called listening. And you might say, uh-oh, oh, Oh, no. Well, go ahead and raise your hand up if you've ever had a grown-up tell you, please listen to me. Or maybe they say, you need to listen better. Or maybe they ask you, are you even listening at all? (laughs) Is your hand up in the air? My hand is in the air right now, for real, because it still happens to me, and I'm a grown-up. I think it's just hard for all human beings to listen. Well, that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. And our story starts back at that same lake, that special lake that I was telling you about last week, called Razorback Lake, up in the north part the top part of Wisconsin and it's another camping story and I know that not all of us have been camping and that's okay my wife Allison she didn't go camping until she was a grown-up I grew up as a kid always going camping with my grown-ups and so that was very normal to me whether you went camping or not though let me ask you this have you ever eaten a s'more that's two words put together some and more and when you squish them They say the word s'more, and you squish them together because the s'more itself is like a squishy treat. It has a cracker and a piece of chocolate and a gooey marshmallow, and you squish them all together. Have you ever had one of those? Because even though that's often a camping snack, it's not only a camping snack. Sometimes, like my wife Allison, she had s'mores all the time growing up, even though she never went camping. Well, it is a perfect little sandwich dessert that I think was invented in heaven because its it just couldn't be better. That piece of chocolate starts to melt on the cracker and the marshmallow, nothing is like a perfect golden toasted, roasted over a campfire marshmallow. Well, that is what was happening the night of this story. We were there hanging out at our campsite. The sun was going down. Razorback Lake was calm, and there were ducks and common loons swimming around, diving under the water to catch minnows. Imagine the stars in the sky under big pine trees and a beautiful glowing orange fire in the middle. We roasted our dinner, which was hot dogs, and then after supper, we had the marshmallow time, my favorite part. Mom, I asked, do we have any chocolate bars left? Can we make some s'mores, please? Of course, she said, and let's make them special tonight. Now, as I described already, the standard s'more is very good. You've got the cracker, you've got the chocolate, you've got the marshmallow. That's just right. But you can also add a layer of peanut butter on. Did you know that? Oh, so good. Christy, my sister, and I sometimes found red raspberries in the woods. We'd stuff those into the marshmallows. Oh, so good. Raspberry s'mores. So you can make them creative or you can make them standard, but I think you can understand we just loved making s'mores, however you made them. And my grown-ups taught us how to make them, and they gave us the instructions on how to make them, but one of the instructions we didn't really listen to. It was fun to listen to the first ones about chocolate and how to put together the treat, but there was one about the fire especially. Now, I'll ask you a third question, camper friends. If you've ever roasted a marshmallow, tell me, has it ever caught on fire? (laughs) It's the worst, isn't it? Well, I know some of you like that, but I don't like it when mine catches on fire. And and what are you supposed to do when it catches on fire? Uh Uh-huh. That was the instruction. My grown-ups both said to Christy and I, now, kids... Sometimes the marshmallows catch on fire, and when that happens, you have to blow them out like a birthday candle. Don't whip them around back and forth in the air, okay? Okay, we said, but we weren't really listening. Okay, my sister said. She wasn't really listening. And it's really hard to listen when you're about to make dessert over a fire. You know, you're excited about it. Well, there we were. The campfire had burned down just right. The coals were glowing and smoldering. It was like a perfect roasting oven. Everything was great. My dad roasted his, and he was a master marshmallow roaster. His was perfect golden toasty, gooey as can be. And then I roasted mine, and it was not quite as good as my dad's, but it was a good golden marshmallow, too. And then Christy got hers out, and she was roasting but it wasn't roasting as fast as she wanted. It was taking too long. She was excited to have her s'more, and so she pushed the marshmallow a little bit closer into the fire, and it started to steam. Now, whenever your marshmallow starts steaming, you'd better turn it because it's just about to burst into flame. And then it started, her marshmallow started to blister. And the edges started turning light golden brown and then dark brown. And then dad said, be careful, that baby's about to burst into flame. But she was impatient and she held it there over the hot coals. And then poof, it blew up right into fire. It burst into flames. Oh, no, Christy screamed. Her dreams of a golden toasty gooey marshmallow were immediately over. As it turned black and fiery orange, the marshmallow was now a fireball on the end of a stick. (laughs) Now, campers, tell me this. Were you listening before? What is the number one rule if your marshmallow catches on fire? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, do not wave it around in the air. Instead, pull it up and blow it out gently like a birthday candle. What do you suppose my sister Christy did instead? <laughs> uh huh. She grabbed the bottom of her roasting stick and she started waving it around like it was a baseball bat as fast as she could. And it all happened so fast. She whipped that flaming marshmallow back and forth and then it sailed off the end of the stick and hit my mom's head and then... Flattered all against the screen tent. "'My mom's hair caught on fire. "'The screen tent also burned and melted a huge hole. "'Christy screamed out, "'No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to.' "'But it was too late. "'My dad had to grab a towel. "'He doused the flame on the tent. "'He doused the flames on my mom's head. "'And finally we all took a deep breath "'and nobody was too seriously injured.' Christy, my sister, was terrified because she realized that she had not listened very well. (laughs) I tell you what, we learned a big lesson that night. Christy and I, neither her nor I, ever again whipped our marshmallows around on the end of a stick when they caught on fire. From that night and forevermore, we always listened to the instruction. I'm so glad we didn't start a forest fire, aren't you? Well, something important happened here, campers, and I want you to hear it. Listening to grown-ups is not easy. I understand that. It's especially difficult when they tell us to do stuff we don't really understand. You know, what was the difference if we blew it out or waved it around? We didn't really care. It seemed like a silly rule until we saw my mom's head on fire and we realized, oh, I guess it's not too silly of a rule. (laughs) Kids like us, we just have a hard time listening and that's normal. I think the best we can do as camp adventure friends is practice and say, we're just going to keep doing our best to listen to instructions, and then if they don't make sense to us, we will ask questions rather than just ignore them. Sound okay? I don't think we can have a good adventure at all without lots of good listening. And you never know. By listening well, you might just avoid catching your head on fire, (laughs) or catching somebody else's head on fire, or catching the whole woods on fire, you know what I mean? Let's be good listeners, my campers, and let's learn from our mistakes, and we will just keep getting better at listening as we go. I think that sounds very good. And I do think that we can actually practice right now because it is time for our weekly challenge, which includes chocolate and marshmallows and some kind of cracker. I wonder if you can guess what it is. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to be right back to tell you. Hang on all right my friends this is going to be a tasty weekly challenge for week six because you get to use marshmallows and chocolate and graham crackers or maybe some other kind of cracker or cookie too because this week's challenge is to make your own s'mores (laughs) what kind of adventure camp could we even be without at least one week of s'mores? You know what I mean? So here's the first thing you have to do. You've got to get all your ingredients together. I like to use honey graham crackers and Hershey's chocolate bars, but you can use anything you like. I was just hanging out with my nephews and nieces, and they liked using those thin Reese's peanut butter cups. That's interesting. I've never even tried that before. You could try anything. And then sometimes, like my niece, uh, Inga, She has to eat gluten-free stuff. So there's gluten-free crackers. You can try different kinds of gluten-free cookies. You got to sort of tailor it or make it just for the way that your diet needs to be. But be creative. The best kinds of marshmallows that I have found are the Kraft Jet Puffed. Something about them just makes the perfect golden toasty marshmallow. But I've seen square marshmallows out there. Big, huge campfire ones, even different flavored ones. You can even find recipes on Google. I've done this to find how to make your own marshmallows. Who knew you can make your own marshmallow? So the point there is you got to have a marshmallow and you can be very creative with that as well. Those are the basics. You need to have something crunchy, like a graham cracker or a gluten-free cracker, a cookie, something like that. Then a marshmallow and then some kind of chocolate. But like we did, you could add peanut butter, or maybe you want to use Nutella. We stuffed them with raspberries. You could stuff them with other kinds of, you know, it's kind of like the sky's the limit. Just get creative. Then you got to roast the marshmallow. Now, I I personally think the number one best way is over a real campfire. But I understand that we live in the cities sometimes or in an apartment where you can't really have a campfire. You got to have to work with your grown-up on this fire part because that can be a little bit dangerous. So... You can roast them over different kinds of fire. I've done that before myself. Sometimes, if you're in a real pinch, you can just use the microwave and it you'll watch the marshmallow it like doubles in size. It expands and then you kind of slide it off onto the cracker and it's all gooey. That actually works. So you can try that. There's lots of ways to make s'mores. And that's your weekly challenge for week number six. Get out there with your friends, your neighbors, your brothers, your sisters, your grownups, and make some s'mores together. Take pictures for sure of your making the s'mores. Send us your recipes if you come up with cool new ones. I'd love to see a picture of you chomping into it or roasting a marshmallow over the fire. I'm going to take some pictures just like that, too. And I'm going to post them just the way that camp counselor Ari tells us to post them. So remember that you never ever on any weekly challenge want to hurry and you never want to worry about doing it perfectly. Take your time and just have lots of fun. That's what camp is all about. And share that fun with me and the other campers at Camp Adventure. And here's Counselor Ari one more time to remind you just how to do that. And I will see you again next week. And I cannot wait.
0: Thanks, Ben. And thank you, campers, for joining us at Camp Adventure this week. We'd love to feature you and your fellow campers on our next episode. Share your camp space and all your weekly camp challenge creations on social media using hashtag summer, or write to us at listen at akidspodcastabout.com. Camp Adventure is written by Ben team with help from the Akids Podcast About team. Original music is by Hannah Glaver check out Hannah's albums at hannahglaver.bandcamp.com. This show is edited and produced by Matthew Winner with help from me, Ari Mathay. Audio production is by Chad michaels Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kid's podcast about. Listen to other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting a kidsbookabout.com. While you're there, be sure to check out Ben's book, a kid's book about adventure. See you back at Camp Adventure next week.
1: Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast. And worth noting, I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya!